Well, welcome to Cornwall, everybody. Now, for those of you who follow this podcast and know a little bit about me, you'll know that every one of the episodes that we've produced so far has come from Cornwall. But for many of you listeners around the world, you may not have been that familiar with where Cornwall is. But maybe after this weekend, you now know where Cornwall is, because Cornwall has been hosting the G7 conference. So on this podcast, I thought I'd take the theme of G7 and give you seven G tips to help you grow your business, grow your sales, do everything better. That's what's coming up. Welcome everybody, this is Better Presentations, More Sales Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee, this is episode 168, and it's going out on Monday the 14th of June, and as I mentioned in the intro, this podcast comes out from Cornwall. And Cornwall, this weekend, has been hosting, as you probably know, the G7 Conference. So on today's show, I thought I'd share with you some tips and ideas to help you grow your business based around G, G7. Okay, so let's see if this works. <laughs> right, so here's my first G tip. Right, so my first G tip to help you grow your sales is go networking. All right, now we've done lots of different things on networking in the past about how you know to grow sales by networking, but just go networking. You know, I think in certain parts of the world now, and certainly here in the UK, there's beginning to become a situation where people are now starting to think about going physical networking, face-to-face again. But there's still a lot of virtual networking going on. And networking is a great way of meeting people, getting connected, getting on the radar, starting conversations, all that stuff. So if you're not going networking and you're particularly not going virtual networking, then just do it. It doesn't take that long. And particularly the virtual ones, you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to probably book in a great deal in advance. You can just turn up. And if it's not great, then you can always make a virtual excuse and say, you know, you can put in the chat, really sorry, everybody, but I have to leave now. Thanks very much. Great to meet you all. But if you're doing a physical networking event, that's kind of tough, isn't it? Because you, <laughs> you're probably sat around a table and someone's speaking or something and you're not very interested. You go, oh, well, you could probably go to the loo and not come back, I suppose. But that's a, you know, that's not ideal, is it? So there we go. So think about going virtual networking Going networking generally, that's number one. Oh, and don't forget, when you get there, if you chances are there'll be a little chance to, you, you know, your one-minute introduction or your elevator pitch, as some people call it. Make sure that when it's your turn, you don't go, my name is Trevor Lee, I'm from Trevor Lee Media, and we help businesses grow their sales and deliver better presentations. Don't do that, all right, because everybody does that. And frankly, it's not very interesting when you're the 33rd person who is going to introduce yourself in that format. If you're the first one, you'll probably get away with it. So here's an idea. Start off with a big stat or a big piece of data about your sector that will be of real interest to your audience. Share it with them. Explain it to them. Explain then how that links to what you do. And then finally tell them who you are. Right, that's number one, go networking. Number two is gap filler. Okay, so have a look at your business and see where the gaps are. You know, are the gaps in sales? Are the gaps in marketing? Are the gaps in finance? Are the gaps in HR? As your business grows, and you know, it doesn't matter what size you are at the moment, there'll be gaps that you sometimes need to fill. So look at those gaps and think, right, how can I fill those gaps? And it, of course, you can. You know, you don't have to employ someone on a full-time basis. 
you know, one of the services I do is I'm a, I'm a sales director gap filler. All right, so I do the equivalent of two days a month. That's all, just to plug that gap for organizations that are growing but aren't quite big enough yet to have their own sales director. And those two days are very flexible. They're all virtual. It's very easy to do, but it fills that gap. So number two is have a look at the gaps that are in your business, particularly around the sales area, obviously, and see how you can fill them very effectively without having to invest mega bucks to do it. But the key thing is being aware of the gaps. And sometimes as your business starts to grow, you don't notice the gaps. You don't realize that the gap is there. And actually, as the, you get bigger, the gap gets wider. So just step back occasionally, check those gaps. Right. Number three, gather data. <laughs> now, I've been doing a quite a bit of work recently uh, with, a, with two or three different organizations. And one of the common themes that has been running through them is that I've been advising that they get a little bit more proactive on gathering their data in terms of their conversion rates. So what I'm talking about there is I'm, I'm talking about you know, we say, well, okay, so I was working with one person recently and they said, well, our inquiries normally come in in three or four different ways. Through chat on our website, people phoning us up, contact form to fill in, as well as, you know, other, you know, that's through the website only, really. So I said, okay, so where do the most, most of them come from? You know, and, and then when you, you know, how many of those do you convert into a proposal and how many of the proposals get said yes to? So in other words, you work all those datas back you can find out which you know is that so if you which is the most likely winning uh, you know order so in other words you know you might let's say 50% come in through the chat but actually of your proposals the biggest converter are the ones that send, filled in the contact form so then you know if you can get more people to fill in your contact form you'll get more success when you send out proposals and of course we know don't we and you know that in the business-to-business -business sector, and this is a stat I've referred to several times in these podcasts, is that 70% of businesses on that buying cycle are making decisions about buying from you before they actually contact you. So, you know, again, if you've got that data to hand, you can watch your conversion rate. It's a really important factor, I think. And, of course, you've got to be quick off the mark as well. So don't forget, you know, if you listen to last year, Nicholas Van... Vandenberg, I think, yeah, Vandenberg, sorry if I got that name wrong, Nicholas, uh, from Chili Piper on the show. And uh, he talked about the fact that if you do get in an inquiry and you have to send out, you know, a proposal or something, then apparently 78% of the business goes to the people who send out or respond to the inquiry first. So think about your speed of response as well. But gathering data, really important. Know your conversion rates. And then, of course, you can set yourself a goal of upping them. You know, why why settle for a 30% conversion rate? You know, you're doing 70%, you know, work that's going nowhere. Up that game. Aim for 85%. Right, that's number three. Number four of the Gs, of the top seven G tips for G7, is Google yourself or your company, or both rather. Just see what turns up. Because, you know, if I go to that networking event and I meet you at that networking event that we talked about in number one, go networking, and then I think, oh, yeah, it'd be interesting. You know, maybe I'll follow that up and find out more about that person. Then there's two things I'm probably going to do. There's one, I'm going to Google you and go to your website. And the other one is I'm going to look you up on LinkedIn. So what am I seeing or what are you seeing when you Google yourself and your company? Is it all up to date? Have you got the right photo? Because have you got the right information? All that sort of stuff. It's very easy not for that not to be up to date. Because it's, it's not you that's Googling yourself. It's everybody else. So they're all seen. It's a bit like your voicemail message on your mobile phone, isn't it? You never really ring it, but everybody else does. 
So they know what it says and you often don't. So check that as well. But Google yourself. There we go. There's my fourth G. My fifth G is gratitude. Okay. And I think sometimes we, we forget to say thank you to our customers, to the people who've recommended us, to the people who've introduced us to people, uh, anything at all. So just say thank you. It's gratitude. And it goes a long, long way. And sometimes you can do it in a way that really surprises and delights your customers. I think I may have mentioned in a podcast a few weeks ago that I ordered some tea online when the local tea shop was closed. Just, you know, loose, loose leaf tea. I don't mean, you know, full on sandwiches and cakes and all that stuff, tea. Um, and they sent it through and it was very efficient. But on the bottom of the half of the invoice, which was normally blank, they'd just written a handwritten note. Dear Trevor, thanks very much for your order. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the tea. And then the name of the people. It's called Tugboat Tea in Truro in Cornwall. I'm sure you can order online their teas. They're brilliant. They're lovely. Lovely tea. I'm, I'm a tea drinker, not a coffee drinker. And um, But gratitude is a big thing. So remember to say thank you. So I'm going to say that right now. So thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for telling other people about it. And thank you for potentially leaving a review, which I hope you'll do, because that makes a real difference to the podcast. It gets other people to notice it. If, if you've got lots of reviews. So please do that. And I'll, 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 then I'll, and I'll, and if I spot who's uh, left a review, I'll give you a thank you shout out on the show as well. There we go. Right. That's number five. Number six of the seven G's is give before you take. Now, this is a phrase that I, I pinched from a guy called Brian Burns, who has a podcast in the States. Okay. The Brutal Truth About Sales and Selling, the Sales Leadership Show. He's, he's a prolific podcaster, Brian. And I first started listening to his show, oh, years ago, five years ago, when I first got into podcasts, I think. And I remember that phrase, gift before you take. And uh, you will have heard, if you're a regular listener, only a couple of you know episodes ago, E.A. Solkovitz, who explained about the Givers University and how givers earn apparently three times as much as takers. So the question I think we asked on that episode is, are you a giver or are you a taker? But give before you take. And that is, you know, it doesn't mean giving away loads and loads of stuff. But what it does mean is maybe giving away a bit of your time, giving away a little bit of your expertise, giving a little bit of advice, offering a tip or two. This podcast is actually a classic example of give before you take when you think about it. Because, you know, I'm producing this content, this podcast, 160, what did we say, eight episodes now. And, you know, if you're a listener, well, it's costing you nothing to listen to this. But I'm hoping at some point you might say, hey, yeah, we need to get Trevor in to help us with our sales drive or we need to get Trevor in to do some presentation coaching for us. Or you tell somebody else to do that. Whoops. You tell somebody else to do that. And that's the bit where, as a giver, you then get your rewards. So that's number six, give before you take. And number seven is global. Because the G7 conference is a global conference, obviously. And do you remember that phrase? I can't remember who said it now. Who is the guy who said... Act local, think global. Can't remember who it was now. Was it Peter Drucker? Might have been. Hmm. I need to check that, don't I, really? Anyway, uh, when I was doing the plan for this podcast, I just the phrase came into my head and I didn't think to check who said it. But the point is, is that, you know, we, in the last, well, that, you know, in the last 18 months, we've all got used, haven't we, to doing things virtually. And the feeling is that we'll continue to do things virtually. So, Within reason, whatever business you're in, certainly obviously I would have thought if you're in a service sector to a degree, 
you know, can you deliver your your product or your service now to a global audience? I mean, I'm certainly thinking that I've stopped largely doing the physical, like the you know the training day type thing, because I just didn't think it was working anyway. And it's much better to do it, you know, shorter sessions, ninety minute sessions, you know, on a weekly basis. And then there's greater impact and more follow-up, and it's easier to make things happen on that basis. But, of course, you know, for me now, uh, as with this podcast, that audience could be a global one. So, you know, could it be a global one for you as well? And if you want a bit of business theory, then have a look at your Ansoft matrix, which I'm sure you all keep handy. If you've not looked at the Ansoft matrix, then Ansoft matrix is four ways, effectively, you know, four business strategies. And one of them is to take your existing products or services into a new market. And that's simply called market extension. And that's by thinking global. So what is preventing you from thinking global? Getting out there and doing that. So there we go. There are my seven Gs, ladies and gentlemen. Because, as I said right at the beginning, you know, this is going out on Monday the 14th of June. And Cornwall, where I'm based and where this podcast comes from in England, hopefully more of you will have heard of Cornwall now, got a bit of a feel for where it is. And, of course, you know, we've had the G7 conference here over the weekend. So let me do a quick review of those seven. I'll put them in the show notes, by the way. But number one, go networking. Number two was gap filler. Check the gaps that you've got in your business. Find people who can fill those gaps for you so they don't become too wide and they actually slow your business down without you realising it. Number three, gather data, particularly around things like conversion rates and that sort of thing. Number four, Google yourself and see what it says. And then if it's not right, change it. Number five, gratitude. Say thank you to your customers and anybody else who's, you know, who is helping you with your business. Num- oh, and, and, you know, as I said on there, you could say thank you to me if you leave a review. That would be great. Do that. That would be fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Number six, give before you take. So, you know, it might be a little bit of your time, a couple of ideas, a little tip, you know. It's, it's always worth doing it, I think. And number seven, you know, the global bit. So think about being a global business. You know, how can you use the fact that we're all doing virtual stuff now? We're much more comfortable with it. We're much more used to it. So how can you take advantage of that and turn yours into a global business? And then a little bonus one is number eight, the final G, the extra bonus G, is good luck. (laughs) And, you know, we often think, don't we? I think we could do a whole episode on luck. Because what is luck? You know, people say, oh, that was lucky. Or good luck, you know. Best wishes, you know, good luck. (laughs) But I think largely, you know, we create our own luck, don't we? And as the great golfer Gary Player said about 100 years ago, the, you know, the more I practice, the luckier I get. And I think certainly, you know, when we're talking about presentations and that sort of thing, then, you know, just practice them. It will make a difference. And, you know, you create your own luck. So I mentioned, you know, go networking. So if you don't go networking, you're never going to bump into somebody by sheer luck who's going to, you know, bring you some business. If you do go networking, there's a chance that could happen. That has certainly happened to me in the last eight years or so, without doubt. You know, so make your own luck. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. So that is the end of this podcast, episode number 168. Now, if you would like to come on the show and you've got some great tips and ideas around sales and presentations that you would like to share then do please get in touch, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. I have joined a podcast kind of 
it's a bit like a podcast dating group. <laughs> I mean, it's called Podmatch, and it's good. It's good, and quite a few of the recent guests have come from that. But I'm also finding that you know that uh, sometimes you know I'm also getting requests for people to come on the show. You know, agents and all this sort of stuff, and and they send me all this blurb about the person they want to come on the show but it's clear to me they've never listened to my show and they're probably sending it out to loads of shows so i'm getting a bit more uh, a bit more choosy i think is the word now so i'm now going back to some of these people and saying okay well listen it's great you know i'd really like to have linda or you know nigel on the show but actually uh, can you tell me a little bit more about what they're going to bring to the table for my listeners because my you know reason for this show is to is to help you with your business and largely that will be around sales and presenting, but there'll also be a few general ones, which is a bit like the one we've done today, really. But what I don't want to do is I don't want people coming on and banging on about themselves and, and talking about some bit of software that they've got if I think it's of no interest to you as a listener. So there we go. So I'm a bit more choosy these days about who comes on the podcast. I hope that works for you. Thank you for listening. If you do leave that review, that would be absolutely fantastic. See you next week.